Okay. Yeah. So we're just going to jump into this then. Yeah, right? let's just do it. This, do the intro. This, I'll, this I'll, I'll say what we're talking about. So this episode is just going to be buck wild then. Just fucking nuts to the wall. And let loose. Till the tw- Wait, to the window, to the wall, the sweat drips on my balls. Right. Skeet, 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 motherfucker. Oh, skeet, skeet, goddamn. All right, you can start. <laughs> and on that note... <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back, everyone, to J and J Lose the Plot a podcast about two friends just hanging out and talking about things that they like. Uh, I'm Josh. And I'm Joel, and this time we're going to be talking about just Pokemon, just everything, just everything we like about Pokemon, everything we don't like about Pokemon. Yeah, this, just Pokemon in general. This is going to be kind of a Buck Wild episode. Like we're just going to go for it. I think. Yeah, we didn't plan anything. No. New year, new format. Yeah. So let's uh, let's just jump into it and uh i hope you guys are buckled in because it's gonna be a wild one i think you want to start <laughs> <laughs> what a great start to the to the yeah. podcast uh, I, was thinking, I was thinking of buckle up jokes and i was trying to think of a pokemon that could like if buckle up pokemon and that could buckle think, like buckle up piplup okay Something like that. Or like, that's uh, about it. That's the only one I got. Buckle up, this car coals a moving. There you go. That's a cool one. No one will know that one. Well, a few people will. A few people will. If you played Sword and Shield, you know who Car Cole is. Come on. Yeah, the big boy. Um. Okay, yeah. So, I've got a question for you, Joel. Yeah. When did you first get into Pokemon? Oh, it was uh, when Blue came out. Okay, so 1996? wow. Eight. Well, 96 is when I believe it was released in Japan, but I don't think right. it came to North America until 98. I'm going to Google it. Yeah, oh, I, I'm I'm pretty sure it's 98. Blue release date. 96. Oh, it is 96. No, that's, sorry. US is 98. Yeah, okay. Initial release, 96. Okay, so yeah, two years. Um, So I got, wait a second. Doesn't, oh, okay, that's 98 in Japan. Pokemon Yellow, because this one, Pokemon Yellow came before, but. Oh, uh, okay. They had Japan had yellow before we had red and blue. Look at that. That's crazy. Um, yeah, so blue came out, and the day came out, I guess it would have been September 28th, but no, because I remember my mom drove me in a snowstorm. Oh. Because uh, I remember we were doing groceries, and I was like, Mom, I really just need Pokemon. <laughs> like, I just need it. And I remember, like, being a little twerp and, like, like, like kind of, like, drawing on the window, being like, right. no, it's fine if we don't get it today. So I kind of like emotionally blackmailed my mother to drive through a snowstorm. <laughs> That's great. To get Pokemon. Oh. So yeah, I, I started that, and I love, 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 loved it then. Right. Um, and then I kind of been with it since it then, but I kind of skipped a few games. Okay. Wait. So how uh, did you know? How did you first learn about Pokemon then? If you were like waiting for the release, like did friends have it at school or, or in a comic or or a Nintendo Power or something? Oh. And I remember okay. there was like a a Mewtwo like holding. And I was really into, well, all things video games. Uh, but I don't remember, like, what was, like, the thing that, like, made me go get Did it. Did you watch the show maybe beforehand or? No, because no. I, re- I remember learning about the game first and I remember waiting. Like, I remember waiting for the release. I'm, there must have been a Nintendo Power or something right. that had the ad in it. Oh, that's uh, pretty cool. 
Yeah, and maybe maybe one of my brothers too, because I have a lot of older brothers. Mm-hmm. Maybe like learned of it and was like, "This game's gonna be crazy." Right. Yeah, because by then it had already been out for a couple of years in Japan, so it was probably blowing up yeah. there. And then when people yeah. caught wind that it was going to be coming to North America. I'm sure that was huge mm-hmm. back then. Like that would that would have been crazy. Yeah. So, wow, that's really cool. Yeah. Well, there's a lot, there wasn't a lot of games. Like, not that there wasn't a lot of games, but there wasn't a lot of like. Well, number one, I, I starved for RPGs when I was a kid. Right. So, like anything that had the RPG title, I would download and just play, even if it was like like not translated so i would i would maybe i was a little bit of a pirate when i was a kid but i would get um just like japanese version of games and i would just be like i think i think i know what i'm saying like i would just kind of keep like pressing everything till i finish the game right um so yeah i think it was that but yeah so pokemon blue my friends got red uh and i remember making my friend restart his game multiple times so he could get me all the starters oh my god and i did i, and I didn't do the same for him because <laughs> I, I couldn't <laughs> oh my god yeah a little stinker mm-hmm. what about you um you know i actually uh was first introduced to pokemon through the anime um mm-hmm. and a lot of my friends at school uh played it and played the uh trading card game mm. so yeah. from there i actually got through playing the games through the show and the the cards uh yeah i remember collecting a lot of the pokemon cards but never playing like never knowing how to play yeah (laughs) same for me like it would almost be like high card like we would shuffle the deck and then draw a card and see which one we thought would beat the other and then that's who would win that round um and uh my parents really didn't like pokemon growing up it wasn't like a religious thing either. Like I know when it first started, there was like um, a lot of religious families didn't like it because it was pocket demons, right? Oh, okay. So so like right. it was kind of it was banned in a lot of households. My parents oh. didn't like it because um, I would watch the anime and then repeat what the Pokemon would say over and over again, saying <laughs> their own. So they just got sick and tired of it. And they're like, no more Pokemon. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, that's so yeah they just weren't a big fan of the show not that i mm-hmm. not that i wasn't allowed to watch it it's just that um yeah it never really stuck around in the household but mm-hmm. uh something that i remember so vividly is i remember we went to like this local restaurant that had arcade games and toys yep. that you could win yeah and right. i remember uh seeing this uh box and it had a bunch of pokemon like small pokemon stuffed animals in it and i needed those pokemon toys like (laughs) i was like i am winning those and uh i i don't i honestly don't know how i got enough tickets but i definitely got enough tickets in in one and like picked out which box i wanted and and got them all and i chose the one with poliwag in it because poliwhirl was my favorite pokemon growing up nice so he was up there for me. Yeah. Yeah. He's a really cool design. Um, yeah. I think Polly Wrath is, a, is, he's fine. He's just Polly world, but angry. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. You so know, it's based on a real thing, eh? It's a, it's a frog with a clear tum tum. Yeah. And, and those are his the, intestines. Like, intestines. Yeah. yeah. Fun stuff. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Um, there's, there's so many Pokemon that are like that. I, yeah. I think that the designs and the, the lore for the Pokemon are so brilliant with how they come up with it. 
everything is usually rooted uh, in some sort of reality. Something. Yeah. Like, like either a lore or uh, a real animal. Right. Whether they, legend. Whether, they w- whether they make it up themselves or they base mm-hmm. it off something, there's always like a lot of like depth in it. And um, I think that's why a lot of the Pokemon like stick around and are so mm-hmm. memorable too like yeah um yeah i so i think that the the designs are for the most part fantastic uh in, yeah in i think most of them feel like here. they have a story you know yeah for sure it's not just like 150 like blank slates that look different oh yeah it feels like of course even though it really is like it really is just to sell toys and to to but like it just feels like they i don't know they feel a little bit more and maybe it's because you know right. they've got me. And, they've got me by the. And I think too, the, the people hairs. that are creating them are passionate about it too, and they really put the time and effort into it. So mm-hmm. at the end of the day, yes, the Pokemon Company is this big corporation, but the people uh, that are working on the games and developing the you know software and designing the characters, they they love it, and they're this is what they're passionate about, right? So mm-hmm. uh, I think that's why they feel so great. Um, I I know we we've talked about this before. I think with the Sonic thing, and probably again after that or before. Yeah. But if you get people to that that love working on something or love a property, right. they're going to yes. try to do well, it as much justice yeah. as they possibly can. Absolutely. Yeah. So I I really feel that with this uh, with this series for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, even with the Pokemon that are like. I mean, maybe to me, kind of like ugly or boring. Yeah, it's somebody else's favorite Pokemon for sure. Yes, and and I find like even the, the like I have a pretty big gripes on some of them, and like but the stories almost make them better. Like if you read the oh Pokedex for entry. sure, and yeah, exactly. Like some people, I I I really hated like inanimate object ones, but then I don't know. I started like the sword one. What's his name? Oh, Aegislash. Second one, Aegislash. Yeah, yeah was the last one. What's the first one's called? Uh, Hone Edge. Hone Edge. Yeah, and that was like, you know what? That's kind of cool. I don't know. Like it just, yeah, I don't know. I kind of, I kind of changed my mind on it a little bit on it. Yeah, um, and there's some really good ideas I think for for some of the inanimate object ones. Mm-hmm. And and they've I think been because, there since the beginning too. Yeah, yeah. I think I think it's because like I never saw them as being. Like a th- I don't know, I never really like clicked, so then when they started introducing them, I was like, oh, I don't really like them. And right. I still don't really like love them. Mm-hmm. Um I wish there was more like um what's his name the new one Poltegeist? Sen- sen- no yeah. Like is that the T one? Yeah. Sinistee? Yeah, Sinistee yeah, like, and Poltegeist. There's, there's like creature inside the object. Right. Which I feel like and Phantom's the same way, like it's just a stump, but there's like you can tell there's like a creature in it, right? And I, um, I, so I, kind of, I, feel I think like, I would like that more. Yeah, I feel like there's there are a lot of Pokemon that are like that, like Klefki, mm-hmm. for example. Yeah, um, there's a little Pokemon like holding them, right? So the the keys yeah. are not part of the Pokemon; it's mm-hmm. it's almost like a key ring Pokemon. Yeah, so it's just kind of shaped like a cir- like a circle, and it goes around and collects and steals keys. So mm-hmm. that's why yeah, exactly. it's a key ring, right? Yeah. So I I really think that uh they could be really clever with it. Sometimes I mean, just, not you just need so to give them a clever. Chance, everyone. Yeah. Sometimes not just so clever like Voltorb and Electrode are I think are yeah. pretty boring. Well, those were those were like designed to just be like trap pokemons 
Right. Because like, you, you click the ball, the Pokeball, and it was a Pokemon. Yeah. So I think that was probably, like, the reason. Yeah, for sure. And then and then later they were like, oh, yeah, they kind of suck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, And then there's also kind of, like... Some of the uglier ones, like Conkeldor, I believe it's called. That's the oh, one I with know that one. That's the like Girder. Oh yeah, the big veiny Pokemon that hold yeah. like whenever logs they come too close to humans. Beams. Yeah, it always gets a little funky. Yeah, I think that some of them are real bad. The humany ones, some of them aren't too bad. Yeah. Like I don't know why. I think the the Machamp line works for me. Right. Maybe because it's more bestial, where it has, like, multiple yeah. limbs and, like, the beak mouth mm-hmm. and, like, yeah. kind of has, like, an animal-esque uh, form to it. But then there's yeah. others, like, sock and throw. That are just humans with that clothes are just, on? They look like Muppets, mm-hmm. almost, with geese on. Yeah, it's it's mm-hmm. they definitely don't work for me. Well, all, every, all the fighting Pokemons are kind of just, like, humans. Like, a lot of them. Well, not all, but yeah. a lot of them are. Like, very humanoid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of the... the a lot of the fighting ones, for sure, are mm-hmm. are very uh, human. Yeah. Let me look up the... Let me go through the Pokedex real quick and look at all the fighting all, ones. All a thousand of them. All, let me uh, quickly skim through hey, all Hey, guys, can you just thousand. hold up? We're just, just going to look at all second. Pokemon. No, I can search by fighting type. Because, yeah, the Machamp line... Hitmonlee, Hitmonchan are pretty much humans. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Hariyama is pretty far away from. Yeah, you know, it looks pretty animalistic. So mm-hmm. I, from there, it's not too bad. Besides the sock and throw and Conkeldor. Yeah, they just seem to like have to give them a bipedal form. Yeah, they gotta. Know? They gotta. Like they're always on legs fists. and they have to punch. Yeah, they gotta punch. So. Yeah, I definitely agree with you there. I think that I think sometimes the stronger Pokemon are the ones that feel like they play against typing. Mm. Um one of the new Pokemon in Sword and Shield actually I feel kind of goes against that. It's the Octopus. Uh, right. gr- uh yeah. grapple something. Grapple or... grapple the puss or something. <laughs> Jesus. It's something like that. <laughs> Right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Uh, one second. I don't know what to Google. Um, finding octopus. Uh, Pokemon. Graplock. Grapple. Yeah, Graplock. That's pretty close. Uh, Grapple the puss. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, anyways. Uh, yeah, so I think that one, like, I thought it was going to be water type. But yeah. it's pure fighting. It would be cool if it was so like, pretty water cool. and fighting, though. Yeah. Or, like... Because I think at the time when I played the game, I would have liked a, a water fighting because <laughs> I didn't have a good water Pokemon. Yeah, actually, that would have been cool. I think that there were, weren't were as many good water types in uh, yeah. in the new Sword and Shield. Yeah, the, oh, yeah, yeah, the, sure. the only uh, water fighting type is Poliwrath, actually. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't think he... Was he? So I have a hard time with like typing because a lot of the new types came later. Right. And like, no fighting was a thing. Like, but I, yeah, I feel like he wasn't fighting in the first. Was there dual typing in the first? Possibly, one? yes, there was dual typing. Hmm. Mm. There was for sure dual typing, but not all of them. Like steel, uh, fairy, dragon, ice, were all added later on. Possibly another one. I think fighting was always there. Yeah, be- it's for sure fighting was always there because 
some of the original line are pure fighting type. Yeah. Like Hitmonchan, uh, Hitmonlee and Hitmonchan. Um, but I think it was, yeah, just Steel, Ice, uh, Dragon Fairy that were added later on. Yeah. Hey, Joel. Yeah. Uh, you want to step inside this time machine with me? Oh, yes, please. All right. Well, to step- a simpler time? Yeah. Uh, get in. Oh, just watch your step. Oh, whoa. Ah, you should really build these steps a little better. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Sorry about that. Jeez. Yeah, all right. Okay, we're going to go back to 1989. 89? 1989, Joel. I'm only two. I wasn't even born. <laughs> cool. Um, What are we doing here? Well, uh, the Game Boy comes out this year. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. This is a big chunky boy. Yeah. This is also when uh, Satoshi Tajiri, the founder of Game Freak and uh, Pokemon, uh, came up with the idea for Pokemon. Oh. Yeah. Uh, he was actually uh, diagnosed with autism as a kid or some sort of right. autism. So he, he mm-hmm. often spent a lot of time alone and mm-hmm. he collected bugs a lot. So from that's always kind of stuck with him, and yeah. uh, he came up with the idea of trading bugs and like little bugs crawling from one Game Boy to another across the link cables, and that's kind of how uh, he developed the idea of Pokemon. That's super cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so uh, he was the creator of a, uh, I believe, creator of a uh, video game magazine called game freak okay and then from there once he came up the idea he kind of got a bunch of people together and they they started making video games yeah um so the help with the help of uh ken sagamori uh who is the like the uh artist yeah um behind pokemon they started production in 1990 Hmm. which is crazy that it took them six years for for the first uh, the first Pokemon game. games, but if yeah. if you think about it, it, de- it definitely makes sense. I, I would assume yeah. like a video game would be about the same amount as like a movie or uh, like a series. Mm, like and four that's, or five years. That's like yeah, that's like four through four to three years. Especially say, like so the five, first six, year or two were probably was probably more like general development, right? You know? And probably getting the studio off the ground too. Yeah, because they they went from being a magazine studio to making video games, right? So. Yeah, I'm sure that there was definitely some development there. Mm-hmm. But yeah, in uh, uh, 1990, the production for Pokemon Red and Pokemon Green started. And uh, that's a little crazy because, like, you guys, y- y'all don't know, but Josh knows that my all-time favorite Pokemon is Bulbasaur. Right. Even though secretly, I chose Charmander as my very first Pokemon. <gasps> But then I know, I know. Really? But it's because yeah. But then everyone loved like everyone was on Charmander and everyone called Bulbasaur bad names. So I was like, it's well, you true. know what? It's Bulbasaur. Bulbasaur is gonna be my boy. Then fuck you all. And then so uh, yeah, that was my 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 start of going against the against the grain. Oh you know? Oh my god. Well, Joel, uh, if we step back inside Bulbasaur the board. time machine, we can actually yeah. go visit baby Joel. In 19. Tell him everything's going to be okay. Yeah, if you'd like. Um, Because that's when Red and Blue came to North America. Yeah. The reason why I wanted to kind of bring you back all the way here is because this is where it all started. And 
this is really kind of why I like Pokemon so much, and I think that it's stuck with me uh, throughout these years, is the fact that each Pokemon game had 11 exclusive Pokemon that you can only get in either red or blue, mm-hmm. or uh, red and green, uh, depending on where you are. And then yeah. also four Pokemon that could only evolve through trading. Yeah. And on top of that, in the first game, there was no breeding. So nope. the starters, you had to try to also yep. get the other two starters that you didn't choose. So Yeah, sorry to my friend in 1998. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sorry about that. Uh, sorry for yeah. for Joel's behavior back then. Yeah. But the, to finish the game, you needed to collect them all. That's the whole thing, right? Yeah. Gotta whole, catch them all. Whole, gotta catch them all. And, and you couldn't just buy two versions of the game because you needed somebody to trade it with. So you needed two Game Boys and two games. But that, to me, is why I think it's so great. Some Pokemon are exclusive to each other's games. But the Pokemon is still technically coded into your game. The mm-hmm. only thing stopping you from getting it is going on an adventure with somebody else. Right. Right? It's it's forcing you to go out and like create that bond with another person and another player, yeah. right? Oh yeah, it definitely it definitely made me talk to people that I wouldn't have talked to right. as a shy ch- child. I can't think of any other game that connects people in that way. There there's a lot of online multiplayer games right now, but there's I can't really think of anywhere you work together to go on an adventure and to like work together yeah. like that. Well, I think a lot of the, a lot of games are, are are, but I think this one's like it's a single it's it's a single player thing and it's much more accessible. And but like there's a lot of games that make you you know cooperate a lot, but these these ones are, I, yeah. are more like a, a cooperation in a different way. Yeah, it's very different, right? Like like other yeah. co-op games. Like, so let's use Overwatch, for example. You're randomly mm-hmm. put on a team with random people, and then you mm-hmm. fight another team of random people, and then the next match, you could be with another set of random people. Like, there, yeah. there's nothing special about the connections that you made with those people compared to others. Mm-hmm. Like, it, this, this, this game is making you go out and find people and talk to them in person and, like... Yeah share your stories with each other and and trade mm-hmm. pokemon to you know yeah finish e- finish each other's decks which is fantastic mm-hmm. I, I absolutely love that and uh i think it kind of translates all the way to 2016 with uh pokemon go yeah that was quite a phenomenon too but also just a step back speaking of um trading pokemon josh you uh, got my zassian yet because Oh, it's the last one I need. Oh, I'm sorry, Joe. I don't have it. Yet. No! I know. I really need to go and finish the post game for 399 out of 400. Sorry, and Josh Joe. is holding me back. I'm sorry. This doesn't cause friendships. It's, it destroys them. <laughs> oh my god. But okay. But to be fair, how many other Pokemon did I get for you? All of them. Yeah. 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 I did get you all the sword exclusive. But Pokemon. people don't remember what you got them. You remember what you don't got them. Oh my god. <laughs> well, you'll you'll catch them all. Don't worry. I'll catch them all. But yeah, Pokemon Go. I think it was such a crazy phenomenon. Yeah, that wild. Like honestly, stupidly, unbelievably um, wild. I don't remember walking by anybody in the street that wasn't playing Pokemon in July. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it was. I think people stayed inside <laughs> if people didn't play. 
We're right. just scared. <laughs> yeah, there were there were so many people playing for months. Pokemon yeah. Go was crazy with how many people were out and um, catching Pokemon. And the thing is, mm-hmm. it, it continued to force people to talk to each other. Like, well, I mean, it's pretty much like not it's not exactly how we met, but it was definitely a big thing of us going out to raid. Yeah, for sure. I'm, and like, that, and a lot of people that are out of work, and a lot of people. Just in the city, too. Like, And I mean, obviously, there's some times that you're like, oh, please, I don't want to talk to anybody. I just want to play Pokemon Go. Right. But but most of the time, it was kind of amazing to see, like, literally hundreds of people just playing the same game as you outside. That game came out four months after I moved to Halifax. Mm-hmm. This is the first time living by myself, uh, like, living in a new city I've never been in, like, you know, 24-hour drive away. Like, it, it was terrifying. Mm-hmm. And this game really made me go out and explore and talk to people and yeah. hang out with people for, from work that I would have never really talked to or, you know, uh, hung out with. It's It yep. it really was kind of a game changer back then. And I I even explored places of Halifax I probably never would oh, yeah. have. Me too. I had, I had been there for 10 years and there's a lot of places that I didn't, I didn't, uh, like I, not that I didn't go to for reasons, just I didn't have a reason to go there. So yeah, there's a lot of places that I was like, oh, there's another street here, or like, oh, there's a little shop here. But yeah, yeah. no, for sure. Um, I it was you know really cool, and and I guess th- for those who don't know what Pokemon Go is, I I don't see why you wouldn't. But it's yeah, it's pretty I, I much most people Pokemon if they're listening to this episode on your phone. Yeah, um, but. And the thing is, too, it was so accessible to everybody. Mm-hmm. So, you know, probably 15 years after my dad was getting annoyed from me saying Squirtle, Squirtle, Squirtle over and over again. <laughs> he's a he's now a higher level in Pokemon Go than I am and plays every single day. He loves it. <laughs> he he goes yeah. out and he explores and he walks with his Pokemon and he goes out for raids with people in the Pokemon Go community group here in Windsor and like it's it's crazy how much it's changed and how mm-hmm. it's kind of become this worldwide phenomenon that everybody knows about now. Yeah. It's it's crazy. Yeah, it's a, it's it I mean I it was like it made me like figure out how to like put a game on my phone before it was released in Canada, just to like, because <laughs> I was so like hungry for it that I was like, I need to just play. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, I re- I remember that that day too that it came out in Halifax. It was raining so bad, hmm. and I did not care. the The moment <laughs> it download it downloaded onto my phone, I put on my yeah. boots and a rain jacket, and I was running around outside catching Pokemon. Yeah, it it was one of the most like magical fun days ever. Like it, it was, mm-hmm. it was a blast. And we'll never get it again. No, I, honestly, That's like it. something like that is no it is really once yeah. in a lifetime for sure. Yeah. Um, Unless we don't know, I don't know. Maybe a VR Pokemon. Yeah, game? who knows? We'll do it again. Yeah, um, I hope so. I hope that there is something like that again because mm-hmm. yeah, it was um, it was mind blowing for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh. But yeah, I mean, going to uh, going out for raids with everybody too is so fun at work. Yeah, 
yep. you know, one person would open up their phone at work and see that there was a raid and everybody would get up and go for like a big mass raid and we would all play together. And Mm -hmm. and then after battling the Pokemon, we would catch it, and then we'd be talking about the game and what Pokemon that we had and, you know, what our favorite Pokemons Mm -hmm. were and, you know, oh, I caught this one here and, oh, no way, I tried to catch it and ran away. Like, there's so many, like, stories that came from that and so many bonding experiences, and uh, I really think that that really, at the heart of it, is what Pokemon is about. Well, for us, anyway. Yeah. You know? It can be different things for a lot of people, but... Mm-hmm. For us, Pokemon Go definitely put a, a, a kind of a a marker in our lifetime. Yeah, but yeah. I don't. I only really played Blue and Red, and then I played a little bit of like Diamond, I think. Okay. And then I tr- I think I tried all of them up until X and Y was the first like the first one that got me back into like playing it like full time. Right. And then. Yeah, after that X X Y Sun Moon, uh, let's go and Sword and Shield. I played not all of it, but m- like a pretty sizable chunk. Right. Um, and I think the only reason is because like I don't know, I was so addicted to the first gen that when the other ones didn't have them, like when the first Pokemon I, I you meet in the wild wasn't a Pidgey, I was like, oh fuck, like <laughs> what's this good piece of shit? Like, right. I don't know. It just like almost like disappointed me. So then I never gave them a chance, and I feel like I need to go back and play, like, all of them. Because X and Y was really good, and the reason I liked it was because they introduced most of the first gen back mm-hmm. into the game. And then then I was back hooked, and then Sun and Moon was, like, fun enough. And Let's Go was, like, nostalgia, like, just, like, all all of it, all of nostalgia. Which is funny, because you and I did a Pokemon Day. Right. And it was a snowstorm, and I drove in a snowstorm again <laughs> to go get a Pokemon game. Yeah. And then Sword and Shield, which now I'm now I'm fully invested in Pokemon again, so it's like a it's an addiction. Yeah, it's it's really weird that it's how like how much it's stuck with uh, like a, a bunch of people that we know in our friend group, and I think mm-hmm. a lot of people in like our generation. I think it's really yes. kind of been something that's grown with us. Mm-hmm. Um, my first game, I, I okay, so my first game was technically blue as well. Yeah, I I had a copy of Pokemon Blue, and I chose Squirtle, and I absolutely loved Squirtle growing up. Mm-hmm. Squirtle and Poly uh, Poliwhirl were my favorite, um, and uh, I remember going through the first couple of routes and catching some Pokemon, and then that was it. I never played. Yeah, I I was never really into video games. As a right. kid, so it wasn't really anything that interested me to keep going. I was more into yeah. watching the show and drawing the Pokemon and collecting the cards. That's really right, kind yeah. of what my in was. Uh, and then years later, I was in college, and my friends found out that I had never really played a Pokemon game before. Right. And they couldn't believe it. They're like, you've never played Pokemon? Never? Yeah. Oh, my God. A Pokemon? Come on. So... I was like, I, I no, I, I've never played. So a couple of my friends, I think, got together. Well, I think one of them gave me a DS, and then one of them gave me a copy of Soul Silver, and right. they said, "Play this game." And <laughs> oh my god, it was so much fun! Like, yeah, because and I at that point I had kind of fallen off the bandwagon of Pokemon. Yeah, and some of the Pokemon I didn't really know, so I was kind of 
discovering some new ones uh yeah, yeah, yeah. for the first time and kind yeah. of uh getting back into like the mechanics of it cuz I'd only really played a couple minutes of blue so I had a blast with it and really kind of fell back in love with uh the games and then from there I got uh Alpha Sapphire and then Sun and Moon mm-hmm. and uh, I you mean skipped S and Y? I did skip X and Y. Oh my god, you should go back and play that. I know everybody very good games. everybody tells me to go back to X and Y and I, I feel like I yeah. should. But yeah. I I got I got my 3DS and Alpha Sapphire and then once I was done like once I beat those games, Sun and Moon came out. Yeah. So I, I was pretty much like I jumped back right back. from yeah, right from uh, Sapphire to Sun and Moon and then kind of played there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then of course, uh the Sun and Moon sequel and then Let's Go Pikachu and now Sword and Shield. Boom. So yeah, I, I definitely do want to go back and uh play X and Y, so I should go find a copy of that. Yeah. I have X, I think, or Y. No, I have Y because everyone got X. I do the thing where I'm like, what are you getting? And then I, I, I usually get the one that people aren't getting. Right. Because I want I want people to come to me. But this time it worked out that you got that. Yeah, it turns out which... everybody got shield. At least everybody yeah. that in well, our friend group. I, I was looking online and more people got sword, it's just our 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 group. Interesting. Yeah. Okay, yeah, because I, I think there's like six of us that got shield, right? Yeah. Two, three, so. four, yeah. Yeah, like four, four, maybe five five of us got shield, and then I was the only one that really got sword. Oh, PJ also got, our friend PJ got sword yeah. as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, friend of the podcast, PJ. Our first and only guest star. Yeah. Um <laughs> So, yeah, those are really kind of the games. Actually, speaking of, <laughs> uh, we put out a question on our Facebook and Twitter about Pokemon. Uh, and it kind of pertains to uh, what we were talking about with our first games. Mm-hmm. Uh, we try to put out a question uh, for each podcast, and uh, we want to put your answers on, sorry, I'm trying to. Can you? Do you mind explaining this so I can pull this up? Yeah. <laughs> well, we put a. <laughs> so yeah, we we put a, a a question on our Facebook and Twitter, and you guys, uh, when you guys answer, we we definitely read it, and we want to read some of them or all of them on our podcast because it's just nice to you know see what our fans think or our friends think, and it's just nice to see. Yeah, keep in touch. So let's with just everybody. keep the conversation going for sure. Yeah. Um, so we, yeah, we got a bunch of, uh, answers mm. on Facebook and, yeah. uh, one or two on Twitter as well. So, uh, Christy says, Typh- oh, sorry. Our, our question was, uh, we wanted to know what everybody's favorite Pokemon was. And we also wanted to see how they were first introduced, uh, to the franchise. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Christy says that her favorite Pokemon is Typhlosion. And mm-hmm. her first game was Pokemon Yellow. Her brother and her brother and her both got uh, the games the kid were able to trade, and it was great for long road trips. So yeah. that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, Jesse says my favorite Pokemon is Gloom, and she got her hand me down games from her older cousins. Nice. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, Deanna says her favorite is Lapras. Uh, and 
the first game she played was actually Pokemon Go. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Got, and it got her excited for Pokemon Let's Go. Yeah. Uh, Ruth said that their favorite Pokemon was Sylveon. Uh, it's a pretty Pokemon. Yeah. Uh, they fell in love with Pikachu after watching the anime, so I begged my mom for Pokemon Yellow. <laughs> uh, Tanner says Phantom is her favorite, and she was introduced to the series by her cousin playing with the Pokemon cards with all uh, his friends, and he pawned off all the energy cards on me to make me feel like I was playing. I was too little and dumb to realize. <laughs> That's funny. Little Tanner. Uh, and then Rob says Gengar and his brother and him used to rent blue and red from Blockbuster. Oof. Which is See, crazy. <laughs> I used to I used to do that too with RPGs. I would rent them and right. never get it past like anything. So a lot of games like Final Fantasy 3 or 6, whichever uh, title you want to say, or like Chrono Trigger, or a lot of Super Nintendo games and 64 games, like I would know the start really, really well. Right. But there was no way for you to keep your save game because they would go with the cartridge. So, like, that's rough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I hope you got your game eventually, Robert. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then Mikey on Twitter uh, says that his favorite or his first Pokemon game was given to him on Easter, and that was Leaf Green in 2005. Uh, and his yeah, his favorite uh, Pokemon is Tyranitar. It's a cool mm-hmm. Pokemon. Yeah. So yeah, uh, those are some really great answers. I think. I'll, I'll... Wait, what's your favorite Pokemon? Oh, I mean, it's so hard to pick one. It's you very know? hard. Um, I really love Mudkip. Yeah. Uh, that's definitely like my starter. Uh, my favorite game for sure that I've played is Alpha Sapphire. So I really fell in love with Mudkip uh, playing through that game. It was a lot of fun. So, yeah, I think I'd probably say Mudkip. I also like Sudowoodo and Poliwhirl. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sudowoodo is a funny one. Yeah. Okay, what about you? Bulbasaur. Bulbasaur. Yeah, well, I, I knew that, yeah. but I wanted the audience to, to hear you say Yeah, cause just because it, I don't know, everyone hated him so much. Yeah, I love Pikachu. A lot of the like, grass, a lot of the grass starters got a lot of hate at the beginning. I found, yeah, um, and then they kind of started try to make them like cool. Mm, uh, don't do that. No, just make them cute. Because like I would, I imagine a Bulbasaur like in real life, it'd be like this like tortoise lizard thing, mm-hmm. and like when it got happy, it would rustle, and the plant would like you know that plant noise. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it would do that, and that would be adorable. Oh, so yeah, come on, come on, genetics. <laughs> Let's make some Pokemon. Bring us a Pokemon. Come on. Yeah. Um. Okay, but speaking of real life Pokemon, mm-hmm. Joel. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe we can move on to the movies, and because uh, I'd really kind of like to talk about Detective Pikachu. Yeah. And uh, kind of compare it to maybe some of the other Pokemon games or uh, the series. Hmm. Because I I really enjoyed Detective Pikachu. I thought it was a pretty fun movie. Um, a good, like, family kid movie. It had a lot mm-hmm. of stuff for, like, adults. Like, I had fun watching it. But yeah. I felt like it wasn't as much of a Pokemon world as I thought it was going to yes. be. Yeah. It was definitely, like, I don't know. Because I haven't played the games, right? So I don't want to, like, poo-poo on the movies so much. 
Right. It's still weird to me. It feels weird to me that the first movie that was made, like a, a high budget movie for Pokemon, was a Pokemon about the Pokemon game that, like, I don't know, maybe not least popular, but kind of not uh, that popular. Probably the least popular, like one of the least popular yeah. games, because I, I don't even think that the game was released in North America until, like, a month maybe before the movie came out, or maybe even a little bit after. Oh, really? Yeah. That's it, probably why I never played it. Yeah, they because it it was huge in Japan, and then from there, yeah. that's when they decided to make the the live action one and and developed it. So, right. Uh, yeah. yeah. It just seems like a weird call to make that the first one they they do do make, and it and... it felt like the real world with Pokemon in it, and not yeah the Pokemon not a Pokemon world. Yeah. I think that's yeah, probably... Yeah, felt like... Because, like, the story didn't really need Pokemon in there. Like, it could have just been, like, any old... Yeah. Like, it just felt like a generic movie plot line, and then they, there was Pokemon attached to it, which is, like, yeah, that's fine, I but... So. I don't know. But it was, it was a fun movie. Mm-hmm. It was cool to see the Pokemons. Like, especially some of the main ones, they did a pretty good job on them. Yeah. A lot of the, like, secondary or tertiary ones, they really... I don't know. They just look too rendered, like too yeah. too much stuff going on. And and I guess um, that's a little understandable because they did include a lot of Pokemon in it. So they did. Yeah. I I I think Pikachu looked fantastic. Like oh, it, it's yeah. it's exactly what I would expect a live action Pikachu to look like. I don't mm-hmm. don't think I'd really change anything about his design. And yeah, I mean for a good reason. It's the main character. He's in probably every single shot. Right. So he's also their icon. Like Pikachu is the icon. Right. So they probably spent a lot of time and money just on that character rig and model alone. So, Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, Pikachu definitely works. Uh, I think some of the other, like, main Pokemon uh, looked pretty good. Like, Mewtwo looked great. Um, The Bulbasaurs looked so cute. Oh, everybody loves the the live-action baby Bulbasaur. So cute. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, I think... All in all, it was fun, but felt almost like the furthest away from Pokemon it could be while still being Pokemon. Yeah. Like, I don't think anybody caught a Pokemon the entire thing. Like, there wasn't even really any Pokemon battles, even. Yeah, there was, like, the underground Pokemon battle. Because it was illegal in the city, right? Wasn't it? Yeah, it was illegal. Yeah, that's another thing, too. You, You said the Pokemon movie. The games about catching Pokemon in a city where catching Pokemon is illegal <laughs> or yeah. battling Pokemon is illegal. Like, it's like, yeah, the the whole thing so is based yeah. off of battling, right? Like, it's just, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. It, it, it was a fun movie, but it was definitely just not like the Pokemon movie I wanted. But yeah, I think maybe we'll that, that was the problem with it. It's yeah. just not what we wanted. And that's what we want to complain yeah. about. It, it, it was, yeah. it was pretty fun. Um, but yeah, compared to the other Pokemon animated movies, uh, it was a masterpiece, I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, the stories are pretty rough in the animes. Oh. They always go for like really deep. They try to go for very deep, but it ends yeah. up being like really shallow because the message yeah, exactly. is like force fed to you. Yeah, and really whittled down. Oh, you know, it's yeah. like it's purest, like just like this right and you're like yeah okay yeah. like you really wrote it down though yeah uh and they always kind of have the same kind of like um epic ending like for the first like three quarters of the movie is just like ash just ash being stupid <laughs> not knowing his types and 
and really being a bad Pokemon trainer and people teaching him how to be better. Right. And then at the end, it's like him. Well, really, Pikachu usually saves the day mm-hmm. by sacrificing themselves, and then one of them dies ish, and then the other saves them. Yeah. It's kind of like, and it's the same, like, it's kind of like, okay, well, you don't need to use that every time. Granted, I've only watched probably like four out of the whatever 12s. Mm-hmm. There, but there's a lot. They, they, there's a Pokemon movie that comes out every year. Yeah. So, um, although I guess I watched the uh, the one with the Sudowoodo, the guy hates the Sudowoodo for whatever reason, and the uh, right. lightning ape. That's the power of us. I believe yeah. it's called. That one, I guess that one. No one died. No. Yeah. I there. Well, yeah. The one before that though. That one was I choose you. Right, that one. That one. Ash dies, I think, and then Pikachu saves him, but it's like a ghost Pikachu, and Pikachu talks Mm -hmm. human, Mm -hmm. and it's terrifying. Yeah. If you don't know what we're talking about, please look it up. There's a great clip of somebody recording it in the movie theater, and the crowd reaction is priceless. It's so funny. And that's exactly what like my theater sounded like when watching that. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, we watched that together. No. No. no oh, the okay. I wasn't maybe there. Maybe we maybe we, we watched watch it together the other one. on Netflix. I think. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was. Um, it's a doozy. Yeah, this is something. Yeah. Yeah, I just wish I could get like a. You know what? The, the Pokemon. What was it? Origins. I think. Yeah. Did, like six episodes. Or no, I'm thinking there, of... There's Origins and there's Generations. I, they're both very good. I think Origins is the one I'm thinking of. Where's the Pokemon, like, red and blue, Yeah, basically. that's Origins. And then Generations is, like... Generations is really cool, too. I think it's all on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Or it, yep. was. Um, it was. Yeah, I think it still is. Yeah. I watched it not long ago. Um, it's really cool. It kind of goes through and does, like, small little tidbits of each game. Uh, and kind of, like, goes through the stories. It's pretty fun. The animation yeah. is great, and the story is kind of a little bit more darker too. It doesn't follow. Yeah, Ash like more and, mature. Yeah, um, but I think I think I mean I know Pokemon's yeah. for for kids. Obviously, mm-hmm. we're I'm thirty two and you're twenty six, five, four, four. Damn it, you're so young. And the, <laughs> the um, I think I mean obviously it's meant for kids, so we're we're just not the target audience. But I wish they would maybe edge up the uh, the stories. A little bit. Yeah. Like, going through the games, I'm just like, yeah, okay, whatever. Like, I love catching Pokemon, and the gameplay's simple, that's fine. But if they could really just maybe simplify the, um... Or not simplify, but age up the stories of just a little bit. Or or at least change it up. Like, it feels yeah. like the, the, sto- the show is usually kind of, like, angsty and follows Ash kind of like, I want to, I want to catch them all! I want to yeah, the best Except Pokemon I'm not gonna. I'm trainer. Gonna catch like four. Um, but but the newest show. Uh, sorry, not I guess not the newest anymore because Sword and Shield is now uh, airing in Japan. I don't think there's any English yeah. dub yet. But the Sun and Moon anime is fantastic. It's so good. Yeah, it's really fun. Uh, yeah. The animation style is like really changed up and kind of more smooth and bubbly and fun. And mm-hmm. the story is really good too because. Ash goes to school. Mm-hmm. He's not training For to once, like because he's a dumb dumb. Yeah, Ash isn't training to be like the league champion or anything like that to beat all the gyms. Mm-hmm. He's literally in school learning about Pokemon and going on adventures with his friends and his Pokemon. Like 
it's yeah. it's really good, I think, because mm-hmm. he feels like a ten year old should act yeah. like he, he acts like a ten year old, and uh, the stories kind of fit his personality more, I think, and mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it's it's really fun. Uh, and again, the the animation is really great compared to uh, a lot of the other seasons as well. Yes, yes. Well, they got money now. They got money. Just back it up now. That money. Th- truck. This is the most profitable, like most uh, the highest grossing franchise ever, right? Is it? I'm I'm almost positive. This I would is... I would maybe, yeah. but yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if you told me it was. Let me but... see. Yeah, Pokemon. Pokemon. The top. 25 highest grossing media franchise of all time worldwide. Yeah, Pokemon. By total... Yeah, Hello Kitty, then it's Winnie the Pooh. Yeah, by total... Winnie the Pooh's three. Revenue. That's crazy. Yeah. $92 billion. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah, I'm on Wikipedia right now, and the licensed merchandise does $64 billion, and the video Ooh. games could make 17 So it's like, it's definitely the toys. That's crazy. That yeah. that probably includes the card games too, right? Yeah. Oh uh, no, card game is below video games at ten billion. Oh. So licensed merchandise is literally just like uh wow. stuff toys, t shirts, caps. Yeah. So it's literally just like, you know, your backpack, your what? your your shoes. It's it's three times as much as the, the second gro- highest gross thing. Dang, that's it's higher gro- the licensed merchandise, the video games card game box office manga sales combined are about 30,000 or 30 30 billion sorry and the wow. licensed merchandise is still 64 <laughs> it's crazy how much money stuff makes yeah that's wild mm-hmm. but yeah that it's crazy how much it's grown from being this like passion project from this one guy yeah. who loved bugs to being the mm-hmm. highest grossing franchise of all time and yeah. In below twenty five years. Yeah. Oh, for sure. No, it's Crazy. it's twenty five now. Uh. No, it'll be, be twenty twenty one next year. Yeah, I guess next so. year will be twenty twenty five. Yeah. Yeah. What a crazy, what a crazy thing. I guess that kind of goes through, like everything Pokemon that I wanted to talk about. Yeah. I mean, I started my first Nuzlocke run, and it's brutal. Ooh. I recommend everyone do it. It's really fun. But boy, oh boy! Yeah, it's a hard way to play a game. I started that with uh, with my copy of Alpha Sapphire. Actually, I restarted it and yeah. started to do Nuzlocke, and then um, I loved my Pokemon too much and started to get scared they were gonna die, so I never touched it again. Yeah, <laughs> I, I had one. I had one. My friend had a baby three days before I started that run, so I named my second, well, my third Pokemon after his baby. Oh. And That's then I realized, sweet. oh no, no, because if it dies, it dies. Oh so no! Then, so <laughs> oh my god! Him. I had to put him in the bank and just actually he did die though the other day. So. Oh! But then I got I caught another one exactly the same. So now it's it's his name That's two, number two, two point number two, two point Hopefully you don't die this time. That's the. But yeah, Pokemon Sword and Shield is hard for Nuzlocke run because that Dynamax is or Gigamax, Gigantamax, Gigantamax, yeah, is really. It really kicks you in the teeth. Yeah, I guess it would. Ooh, that would be tricky. Boy, oh boy. And, and and like figuring out what what the routes are and like sections of the uh, wild area could be difficult too. Yeah. Mm, mm, mm. Mm. Yeah. You know what? 
once I catch you, you gonna start one? catch that po yeah. Maybe once yeah, I uh, catch that Pokemon for you, that last legendary yeah. boy, uh, I might start a Nuzlocke. Yeah, it's really fun. It's not. It's a lot funner than I thought. Okay. Yeah. Like it. it I finished the game full playthrough, and then I almost immediately started the Nuzlocke, and I was still like it. It felt like a different kind mm -hmm. of game for me. Right. And I guess uh, for those that don't know, a Nuzlocke run, uh, it's it's a way to play the video game that was invented to kind of make it a little bit more difficult, a little bit more intense, because mm -hmm. a lot of people think that, I, I mean, rightfully so, that they're easy because of their kids' games, right? Like yes. It's because they're accessible to everybody. Um, and the rules are you can only catch uh, one Pokemon, the first Pokemon that you encounter in each route, and if they faint in battle, they uh, they die, and you have to Dead. release them into the For wild. Real? You don't get that Pokemon back. You don't get to go back to that route that you caught it and catch a new one. That's it. Yeah. So you and then there's a lot of like sub rules that people use, like you can't use healing items in games. Right. Uh, you, you have can... to play set instead of switch. Yeah, you have to play. Yeah. Um, and. Um... Uh, Some of them play with one trade rules, but I tried for the switch, but then I was like, ah, oh, my second account doesn't have that attached. So I was like, I guess I'm not doing that. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, you can make a family account and like attach it. But yeah, yeah, it's a lot of work for a thing. <laughs> but so yeah, um, I I don't know about you, but I think I'm ready to go play some more Pokemon. Me too. I'm itching. Okay, my switch was right here. I was supposed to play, but. The microphone's in my face. Right. And I can't it was it was blocking me and I have already fucked up this Nuzlocke run <laughs> real bad. So I don't know if I'm gonna recover. I'm only at I'm at five total Pokemon now. Oh my god. And how far are you? And in? I've already caught I'm at the I just beat the fourth gym. Oof. So it's only gonna get harder. Yeah. And I have no Pokemon. So you don't even have a full team of Pokemon and you're No fighting. And they're the like gym? I think I have I think I have a fire and a grass. And then it's like three normals. Oh, that's tough too because yeah, grinding is going to be harder in this game if you're doing it in the wild area. Mm -hmm. Like you have to grind and level up your Pokemon on the routes because they're going to be yeah. level to your Pokemon where in the wild area it's going to be kind of whatever. Yeah. That's scary. Well, you can scary. tell by area. Like they do if – you, if you look at the map while you're traveling through the wild area, you do see like when it changes level. So you'll you'll be all right. Okay. Yeah, I've been I've been doing it, but I don't know. I might restart honestly, because I really yeah, it's really really rough. Mm. But would recommend would recommend doing it. All it's right, fun. well I'm gonna go catch that legendary boy for you. Boom! Thank you so much. Mm. This is the only reason I want to do this podcast to guilt you and to get it. Is that me. it? I thought maybe. That's all of it. That's it. That's it, baby. Well, well honestly, I'm glad you did because this really kind of reminded me. Of why how much you love yeah Pokemon. and and like why it's stuck around for so long and i think why yeah. it's become this like worldwide phenomenon yeah so well i hope also that we ignited the love in you the audience because you know this this indie franchise really needs your help it really needs <laughs> it's really just you know oh boy they, they, they release a game and they just barely make it yeah you know? so if you can buy a pokemon game for your friends they really need your support please and uh, let us know uh, why you love Pokemon and uh, who your favorite Pokemon are. Or why our, you don't love Pokemon. Or why you don't like Pokemon. I don't know. Which may make you weird. Why did you listen to this whole episode if you don't yeah, like Pokemon? Yeah, if you're getting to Probably this like point, really you're hate your listening chair. to us. That's awful. Yeah, that's really weird. Um, but we'd like to know. 
Maybe that's our maybe that's our our audience. Maybe we need to maybe, maybe we need to start talking about things that people hate. Yeah, that we love. Like, oh God, this JJ. These guys are so stupid. Stupid. Yeah, um, it's fine. You can check us out on Facebook and Twitter. Uh, Twitter, we are at JJ Lose the Plot, and Facebook, you can find us at J and J Lose the Plot. Uh, cool. Check us out there and let us know what you think about the podcast and the topics that we're talking about too. Uh, we put out questions each week, at least we try to. Uh, and we uh, want to put your answers on the podcast itself. So, boom. Uh, I think until next time. That's everything. Yeah. No. Yeah. Nope. Not even a little. You gotta thank the boys. I do need to thank the musical ghost for the use of our theme song, Swing All Night and Day. And I thank you for watching with your ears. Hey. See you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.